This is the Michigan Business Network. I'm Tony Conley, and this is Media Business. Thanks so much for joining us. There's a lot of division in our society, not only here in the state of Michigan, but across the world. As many of you know, Israel has declared war against Hamas after the Hamas attack on Israeli soil. And a lot of horrendous reporting has been coming out from the aspect of what's going on over there and what some human beings are doing to other human beings. And I want to get a little bit into the mindset of how someone could behave so irrationally. And we'll do that with Dr. John Braccio. He's the director of regional psychological services in Michigan. He continues his active practice. He's earned his PhD from Michigan State University. He's been practicing and speaking on better mental health for many, many moons. And I'm happy to say that in a few days, I'm going to get to help celebrate Dr. Braccio's 80th birthday that's coming up. And we welcome Dr. Braccio. Happy birthday to you, sir. Well, I've hit upper middle age now, and I've always been- <laughs> Life begins at 80, so I'm getting ready. How does that sound? Well, it's interesting. As we get older, we look for ways to just be better to ourselves, to our bodies, and to keep that youthful vigor if we can. So you're a 79-year-old dude, and I say I like to use the word dude because that's kind of a hip and happening term for us (laughs) older dudes. But you seem to have been able, in so many trying times, to be upbeat to be positive, to be happy. What's your secret? Well, there's always a tomorrow. And always, in spite of however cloudy or difficult the world we're in, there is going to be a sunny sky. There's going to be some real fresh air. It's going to be enjoyable. So if we look upon problems as they come upon as opportunities for resolution versus as insurmountable problems, then I think it allows us to move forward and try to keep a positive attitude, even in the midst of what could even be like tragedies and difficult situations, Tony. Well, you've got years and years of training in not only for yourself, but to train others how to do that. How do us novice folks put ourselves in that mindset? Well, I think part of it is really kind of putting in your own mind. My mother had a view, which I've never forgotten. I think it's a good one that the optimist and the pessimist have the same frequency of error. But the optimist is so much happier. So I think that that's kind of a way to look at it. So you just have to take a look and say, what's happening? We've got a one-time shot. It's kind of like a meteor you know, shot through space. That's what our life is, okay? It's a one-time opportunity. And what we do with it really is our choice. I mean, there are people that can negatively impact it. There are people that can positively impact it. But ultimately, the decisions we make are going to determine the level of happiness that we really have. So it's just kind of looking upon life as an opportunity. It's kind of an exciting time. It's a journey. We're the author of it. And we might just as well get on and just look for those opportunities, look for things. And it's a mental outlook, Tony. And so many people have a view that anything they run into overwhelms them. They don't want to deal with it. They become anxious. They become depressed. And, and obviously, those are legitimate feelings in difficult times. But ultimately, it's looking at this is an opportunity for a resolution. This is a situation that I'm going to take advantage of. I'm going to move forward. I may decide to go a little different direction, but I'm not going to be staying on the ground, you know, like fall down seven times, get up eight, that kind of view of life. 
Israel is readying its forces to have a ground attack against Hamas. And as the video and other reporting comes out of that part of the world on some of the things that were done to Israeli citizens, it's horrific. And most of us know the details of that. But it just got me to thinking, Dr. Braccio, how on earth can one human being do some of the things that we have heard that have been done to women and children and babies and innocents? How does one get in that mindset to do those kind of things? Well, there's a lot of, I think, parts to this stew going on over there. First of all, there is the antisocial personality disorder, of which we tend to use in common parlance, sociopath, the psychopath. These are people that have no sense of right or wrong, Tony. They have no regard for other people. The only thing they are interested in is what they're interested in. And then if you add a homicidal component to that, and you add a homicidal opportunity to that, then you're going to get some pretty horrible, outrageous people. And in this case, we clearly ran into some of them. The fact that they would be taking pictures and laughing and just talking about like this no big deal really shows this is a pretty sad component of human behavior. And then I think you also add in this situation people that have been bred on hatred. You have people that have taken a very misinterpreted type of religion and have tried to put that into this whole component. And then you have a lot of hatred and it's a stew. It's a very horrible situation. And we saw the really worst of really human nature in this particular thing. And it's always important to realize that there are people like this. And we tend to think of the serial killer, okay, that type of thing. But this type of thing is pretty horrible. Remember, human beings have a wide capacity in terms of good and evil, kind of using the old Christian paradigm, the old Roman Catholic one I grew up with. And this clearly would be in the realm of evil, you know, where there's no grace, there's no goodness, there's just an evil type of behavior and enjoyment of the evil behavior. So pretty horrible stuff, Tony. Dr. Bracho, when we come back, I want to talk a little bit about what's happening on our college campuses and maybe with how people are reacting who don't really have all the facts to this story. We'll do that next here on Media Business on the Michigan Business Network. Sonair has been advancing communities and providing opportunities for people in Michigan for more than 25 years. Through lending, investments, and the creation of homes and jobs, Sonair has made a combined $7 billion impact on the communities they serve. Learn more at www.sonair.com. This is Media Business. I'm Tony Conley. Welcome back to the Michigan Business Network. We're talking with Dr. John Braccio, who is the Director of Regional Psychological Services in Michigan. And we're talking about the outlandish behavior of some members of Hamas and what they've done to innocents over in Israel. And Dr. Braccio, as we're recording this, there are protests all over the world. 
There are a lot of protests on college campuses here in the United States. And what I find interesting is how folks who are now supporting the behaviors of Hamas, some of the horrific behaviors, and refuse to accept the facts of what happened. Some of these folks will say that it's propaganda. You can show them video, you can show them still pictures, you can give them firsthand accounts, but they choose to disassociate themselves from facts to believe in what they believe and behave in a way that supports that. How can people function that way? What causes that? Well, I think a lot of this is even ignorance or wanting to have ignorance of a situation. You know, there's a legitimate Palestinian issue. I mean, obviously, there's been an issue going on there. This has been going on for a very long time, but certainly since the foundation of Israel back in 1948. So you can have a legitimate concern for Palestinian issues, but that's completely separate from trying to justify this type of massacre and this type of murdering. And I think that's where there's a lot of confusion, in my mind anyway, or people that are choosing to confuse others and have ignorance because the idea to deny this has occurred is to, I mean, and, and I've, I've heard that too, when you can actually see it yourself with your own eyes, that we believe, quote, we have lion eyes, as an old song goes. So I think that we're just dealing with ignorance. We're dealing with people taking a legitimate concern in the world and trying to justify barbaric, horrible, evil behaviors by particular group of individuals in this group, Hamas. I mean, I find it hard to believe, actually, when I see this. So if you can separate that there is an issue between the Israelis and Palestinians, that that has been an issue for a long time, that has nothing to do, in my mind, with this type of massacre, murder, cutting off children's heads, cutting off people, just massacring people. And to see people that would be supporting persons that do that is pretty inexplicable to me because any legitimate reason that a person has doesn't justify this type of horribly inhuman behavior. And I think it's a pretty easy dichotomy that this is clearly on the side of evil and wrong and deny what it is, is ignorance or a choice to make a bizarre, strange, evil kind of an outlook. They're not even words in English or any language that can really explain. In Spanish, it's el colmo, which means way beyond any legitimate, any type of thought you could have. It just goes way beyond anything you can think of. So this division between the Palestinians and Israel, the Jewish people has been going on for hundreds and hundreds of years. But it got me to thinking about the division we see here in the United States, whether it's political, whether it's racial. As someone, I always consider myself kind of caught in the middle because I'm a mixed race person who's half black and half white. I hear and see both sides of the story. But it got me to thinking about all this division, how it is now more important for you to get what you want at any cost. And winning doesn't matter. Serving other people doesn't matter. For example, if we take the Republicans they have the majority in the House of Representatives in Washington, D.C., but they are so divided, they can't come together. 
They can't find compromise. And we see that in politics, period. We see that in so many areas. How did we get here, Dr. Braccio? And how do we get people to lay down their arms, if you will? Obviously, if you want to take leadership, I mean, we clearly have people that they can't come together and they can't make decisions together. This is rather clear. And I think your example of the Republicans, it's kind of baffling how a group that has one third of government, if you will, even a fourth, depending on how you want to count it, that they can't come together and do something, particularly at a time of crisis, at this time they cannot come together. I think that shows a real issue within that particular party. But then you have it throughout our society where people can't even talk to each other about issues. There's really a need. We have a bifurcated society. We have two, there may be many different groups, but there are two different ways of looking at the same set of facts. And until people can sit down and try to compromise and realize that there are well-intentioned persons on each side and then work together until that's done, we're going to have what's going on right now, which is kind of a name calling, which I've never liked at all. You know, when we stereotype, when we generalize. And also you can tell when someone's losing an argument because they won't argue, they'll call you a name. And when people start calling you a name, one, there's no point in continuing the discussion. And second of all, they've really lost their argument and it just becomes louder and louder. And what I see now in our society, rather than people even debate an issue, they will name call or they will find fault way beyond the issue at hand. Because, you know, Tony, there can be two ways to come to the same outcome. The question is, good debate is what is the best way? What would be the one that's going to be the most helpful to our society? Which is the one that's going to take the least strain, if you will, to get there? These are the type of issues that people really are not able to have right now. Because in order to have a republic or a society like we have, call it a democracy, republic, what you want to call it, you do really have to have two competing forces, you know, in a way, if you will, one that wants all the change, one that wants to do it more slowly, the traditional, we'll call it the, you know, Edmund Burke and Thomas Paine, two Irish guys, but they were kind of on each side of the current, if you will, conservative liberal movement, not to get too philosophical. But again, we have to get to the point that people can sit down, they can talk, they cannot just call each other names. Because once we start getting into bomb throwing and fighting, we get to the point we can't discuss. And that's unfortunately, I think, where we are right now. And I think your vantage point is a good one. You know, you are, you from a racial point of view, cover two sides, but there are other issues that are obviously bigger than that. But to some people, that's the issue or the economy is the issue, or this is the issue, that's the issue, until we can realize there's a large number of issues, and until we can talk and not name call, we're not going to get very far. All right, Dr. Bracho, when we come back for our last segment, I want to talk to you a little bit about, is it too late for adult leadership? Should we be working on the kids, and hopefully they can learn how to live and work together more peacefully? We'll do that next here on Media Business on the Michigan Business Network. I'm Tony Conley. DBIYES.com. 
Click and order your office supplies online today, delivered free tomorrow. DBI offers a complete selection of office products, break room, janitorial supplies, and greener products with convenient 24-7 online ordering. Save time and money by ordering online. Visit dbiyes.com to set up your account today. DBI does all things office, office supplies, furniture, and environments. dbiyes.com. This is Media Business. This is also the Michigan Business Network. We're talking with Dr. John Braccio, who's the Director of Regional Psychological Services in Michigan. And I'm Tony and Dr. Braccio. So we have all this division on our planet, in our country. Do you think we have the capability of having two leaders? It's kind of like the plays we've seen where you get one person from one side of town and one from the other, and they come together and they're able to take us to a utopian place. You know, is it too late for us adults or are we going to have to hope that we can get some positive leadership from our youth? What do you think? Well, I think ultimately, unless you choose to go to the more, quote, natural form of government, but seems to be the oligarchy with the great person coming forward, if you will, the Caesars, call them what you will, the people that were just come out of the, all the all the issues going on, or what China would be a good example right now, or Russia for that matter. I believe until we can get people that can work as a team and do that, we're just aiming in the wrong direction. I believe we can do that, Tony. I'm a positive person. I don't even know if it's just going to be youth. I mean, I believe there's some adults around that can really get together and do this. I'm hoping so. It's certainly somebody who can catch the time, if you will, and kind of bring much more the majority of the country together in some type of a unison. We don't want it to be just some crisis like a 9-11. We want it to be something that can really draw the people together. Now, as far as young people go, well, I think I do have a lot of hope. for. I always have hope for young. But we're also in an age where a lot of young are kind of being raised by computers, being raised to be looking for every particular thing that gives them anger, gives them frustration. You know, growing up, if you want to be a tough individual, you're going to have to be dealing with difficulties. You're going to have to learn how to deal with them. You can have people help you, but ultimately you have to find the solutions to life. And I think people that come out of those environments are going to be those that are more apt to be able to see what a society needs. And I'm hoping there are more and more young people coming along that the next generation is going to do that. I have faith. I believe that the United States is such a unique place. You don't have a place where everybody comes from somewhere else and wants to come here. No one's really up and leaving. My wife's from Cuba. She can certainly tell you the joys of socialism. My dad came from Italy, and he always said, you know, John, if we ran Italy, we would have stayed, okay? So I think that you know, people are not just up and leaving. People are coming in. So obviously, people come in. They see a lot of enormous future. They're here. They want to be here. And I think those of us that are here need to focus on what makes this country great? What makes people want to be here? And focus there rather than looking for all the flaws. It's kind of like a person. Every person has a lot of individual strengths and weaknesses. If we just focus on a person's weaknesses, we could hate everybody, okay? We just look for their flaws. It's the totality of what makes a person. It's the same thing in a country. It's the totality that makes the country. And this clearly is the place with the greatest opportunity for others. It's not like it's your papers that get you at. Obviously, 
you're part of the ruling elite, which is often generation to generation. But on the other hand, there are people that break through. There are enormous numbers of successful business people, effective persons, families, in industries. And there's this enormous opportunity. And I believe if the young people coming up or the older, doesn't matter the age, can come together and find the ability to lead, then we have a great future. If we don't do that, Tony, then we'll just kind of go the way most societies end up with the ruling oligarchy. And when I said ruling elite, I mean, they're always, when I'm talking about people, the, the elected officials that are in power, that type thing. But I think there can be movement there. But the main thing is to make sure that we're taking the society with us and we're working on strengths and we're working on love. Because remember, someone could come from a country, and I guess I'll use my wife as an example again. My wife may love Cuba, but that doesn't mean she loves the people that run it, okay? You can love your country. You may not be happy with people that are running it, but what you can do, you can take your choice to be, become a leader, become involved, and try to bring about the changes that you would see to make your country living up to its expectations, as Martin Luther King said about the Constitution. It's a promissory note. It's a promissory note for all of us. So I have faith in the youth coming up as long as we're getting away from just being trained by a computer or being trained by people that have one ideological view, that they have the opportunity to learn, to think that there can be a lot of good coming out of that generation. But I haven't given up on the other generations from the youth up to my group and beyond. Dr. John Braccio is the Director of Regional Psychological Services in Michigan. A lot of great videos from Dr. John on YouTube. You can follow him online. We will see you on Sunday, sir, and celebrate your birthday. Tony, looking forward to seeing you. You're a champion, buddy. Bye-bye. Talk with you soon. I'm Tony Conley. This is Media Business on the Michigan Business Network. We'll see you next time.